Welcome to 30 Minutes with Carrie and Karen. Hello, happy Valentine's Day and happy Lunar New Year. I'm Carrie and I'm here with Karen, and today we're going to sit down and chat over tea about these two special occasions. So, Karen, before we get into things, what tea are you enjoying today? Um, my mom actually introduced me to this tea yesterday, so I'm trying it out again. But what it is is it's like a kumquat bole cha, like a poor tea. And so what happens is usually when you open up the little package, it's like the size of a pearl. But once you steep the tea, um, it expands, and then you actually see like a little like a mandarin-sized like fruit. Like a dried fruit with like tea leaves inside, so it's it's pretty interesting and it it tastes pretty good so far. Oh, it sounds really cute and pretty. <laughs> yeah, what about you? I'm having a not so fancy drink. I'm just having like a cold brew black tea. Okay. I could use a kumquat in my drink, but I'll come <laughs> over for that one of these days. Yeah, I can try it next time you're here. <laughs> um. So. Do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? Um, no. I mean, it's it's snowing like crazy outside, so so no plans. Yeah. Really. Um, and then Stanley is still in Seattle, so so it's not like we can do anything fun. But yeah, talking to you, so <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm spending my Valentine's Day. Aww. <laughs> Are you guys going to like maybe stream like a movie later, or you know? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we've been watching like the dramas <clears throat> that we've always liked watching, so so we might try to get a few episodes in. Just have dinner with my family, and and I might I might bake a cake later today. So yeah. Oh, what cake? Um, I wanted to do like a mango sponge cake. I've been trying to get mangoes. <laughs> so maybe today I'll I'll go out into the snow. Oh. <laughs> and. Pick up a few mangoes and then and then, yeah, get baking when I'm home. Okay, well, make sure to save me a slice. <laughs> yes, so mango cake and uh, two teas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about you? Do you have any plans for Valentine's Day today? Um, not really. Well, like you, you know, um, like I I tried out this like virtual blind date thing last night yeah um it was it was like on a random discord server and it was interesting although I joined in really late it was like a very impromptu thing and I only ended up talking to one person oh <laughs> for like a really long time so didn't quite get the opportunity to like you know kind of test my waters <laughs> and, and and get to know other people sort of thing Um, but it was interesting for for what it was mm-hmm. today. Like, no, not don't really have any plans per se. But yeah, I don't know. It honestly, just feels like any other day for me this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know this past week it has also been um, the Chinese New Year celebration. Mm-hmm. I mean, Karen. Karen's way more traditional about this stuff than than I am, and I've never really been um, someone who's like very 
like like I I wasn't really too familiar with like the culture and traditions surrounding it. You know, like on certain days you you clean or you do this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I did take <laughs> it a little bit more seriously <laughs> this year under Karen's influence, which was actually quite nice. Um, I did actually decorate my my place a little bit with with Chinese New Year stuff. But yeah, like maybe you can kind of like walk us through what the schedule is like when you're preparing for Chinese New Year. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not like I'm not an expert, and I kind of feel like I've learned throughout like these years and and picked up things as I've as I've learned about them. But I think in general, usually what happens is. The day before Chinese New Year, so Chinese New Year was on February the twelfth. So、um, Thursday night is usually when you have like a big family dinner, and you kind of have like a really like a, a really big feast, and it's more to enjoy like the time spent together and and have like this really big feast kind of for like blessings and and good luck and fortune for the you know incoming New Year, and then. And then on on Chinese New Year, which is like the first day of Chinese New Year,、um, they call it Lin Chao Yat. And so on that day, you're actually supposed to have like vegetarian foods because I think there's several ideas about it. But but the one that I've been told most of the time is because you know it's the first day of the new year and you're not supposed to be killing anything. So that's why you don't want to have like、oh. fish, yeah, or like chicken or like. Meats of any sort, like it's better to have like vegetarian dishes. And then I've also heard that you know because the night before you have such like fancy foods, you know that you know like chicken and seafood and and all of these things, that it's also good to like give your stomach a day to digest、mm-hmm. and things. Yeah. So so yeah. And then I guess. Yesterday, which would be the second day of Chinese New Year, like Lin Chao Yi, you're supposed to open the New Year, and then, and then with that,、um, you have like auspicious dishes, like pork knuckle with with like black moss. So in Chinese, it's like fa chao zao zao, which kind of means like oh, you'll be like really wealthy in the coming year, and and just like things like this, which have like sayings for like the food. And then I think throughout the rest of the year, I mean, sorry, the rest of the remaining days of the Chinese New Year,、um, you'll see like friends or family,、um, and then on the fifteenth, you're supposed to have like、uh, those those rice rice balls, like the tong yuns,、um, and it's kind of like a another symbol of like getting together, like tun yun, like being together as a family. So that's kind of pretty much like in terms of, I guess, what you eat or how you celebrate within those fifteen days of the new year or sixteen, including the year before. Okay, so okay, so when you say on the fifteenth, like it's not like February fifteenth; it's like on the fifteenth day. Yes. Yeah. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Um. So, I guess that would be. February twenty seventh. Oh, I think if if I didn't count wrong, yeah. So that would be the fifteenth day. <laughs> oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I know you had. I know you had mentioned like the fightchuns. Yeah. Which, I it was really funny because you know I I remember going with you to run errands and and you were buying a bunch of these things, 
Um, and I was just like, why do you need so many, you know? And, and you had explained mm-hmm. to me that you need one on each door. For those who don't know, like Fai-chen, like I, I literally just learned this too, but Fai-chens are the little decorative pieces of paper or film or whatever material that you basically <laughs> like stick on or hang on wherever in, in your home sort of thing. But when Karen was explaining it to me, it's like, yeah, like you, you want to put one on every door of your home mm-hmm. and... The whole idea is to like welcome in like the good fortune and and spread that good luck and and success and safety, you know. And so I know for me, like I I got one that says, um, what does it say? Mine says, "Chit yet ping on," which means like as you're entering and leaving the home, like it'll bring you like peace and and safety and stuff, which I thought was like very appropriate to put on my front door, you know, Um, and the other one's like about good health and the other's just about like good fortune for like the new year and and success and all those great things. Mm -hmm. Definitely did put me in like a more positive mood, you know, even though I've never really been the auspicious and and superstitious type before but it's like nice to see at the very least and and be reminded of these good wishes for you know even myself or like people who enter my home it's funny because prior to this like my mom like like back back when I did live with her she would always decorate the home with words that say fortune or like the little red lantern Mm -hmm. things and I just never appreciated it you know, like, I, I just, I didn't really quite understand, like, the point of it, mm-hmm. you know, and so definitely have, like, a slightly different perspective on it now. Right. No, no, that I think that's really great. Like, I, I remember even, you know, for myself when I was younger, too, like, when my mom would do certain things, I'd be like, oh, why are you doing that? And then, and then, you know, sometimes, I, I mean, I, I feel it even now, too, like, 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 kind of, it's it's a very strange feeling, but it's like almost like, oh, I don't want to ask because I don't want to offend, you know? Um mm, but, yeah. but it's yeah, so so I mean even you know, like even my mom and, and my grandma, like I think they still like well maybe my grandma's a little more forgetful now, so she kind of forgets the the customs and what you're supposed to do. But I think even for my mom, like sometimes she'll do it wrong and then she'll like say this little phrase which is like gay, and then then that pretty much means like oh like you know sorry if I did it wrong like I, I didn't know but like I don't mean like any like bad intentions or anything like it's just I didn't know better so kind of like please forgive me kind of like that you know um so so you know I, I'm sure there are some things that more traditional Chinese families would do that that they might like look at us and say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, And I think even one of those things is like right now with COVID, like because I can't be with my husband, but it's actually like really like a, like a bad omen for like the daughter to be back in the home um, of like her parents' house. Oh. Yeah, like there's, there's like a lot of different, yeah, I, I think like just throughout it's kind of like, like a lot of different interpretations but in general like I think there's a specific day of the Chinese New Year where um, the daughter is supposed to bring the husband back into like her own home like especially in like the very like like old times 
when they were more, they they had more of a, I guess, traditional viewpoint on on that. Like it was it was definitely like against the culture to to like come home because it's kind of like oh you're coming home because you're not happy with your husband or their family. You know, it it oh. kind of had that yeah like had that meaning behind it. So yeah, you know, it's I mean obviously like things happen, things change, like times change. So so yeah, you know, it's just, it's just very interesting like with the the Chinese New Year and and everything that kind of happens around this time. So so you know, we try to do like you know, things proper, but obviously some sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Yeah. Mhm. So I'm I'm curious like I know there's a couple cleaning days. I'm not even totally sure because, you know, I've I've been cleaning my 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 apartment for the Chinese New Year sort of thing, and um, I remember this one day. I think it was literally like the day after I washed my bedding and the sheets and everything, and you were telling me, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm washing my bed sheets today because, you know, you're supposed to clean your bed sheets today. And I was like, oh, well, I already did it. Uh, and you're like, okay, we'll do it again. <laughs> because that was the significance of the day, right? And mm-hmm. then I, I know the other night after we, we had the Chunlin Fan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the fancy feast, like your, your mom was telling you to, you know, make sure to, to sweep and clean the floors and mop it and everything. Mm-hmm. And you guys had to do it before midnight, right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go home and like, sweep my floors (laughs) before midnight too even though I literally just did it but you know so so I'm like you know I'm curious like when like what are these cleaning days like when and how because it sounds like there are different things on different days that you're supposed to clean yeah so um honestly like I'm not totally like completely familiar either like I kind of just listen to what my mom says (laughs) but yeah but I think um um, well, the reason for like sweeping and mopping um, the night before Chinese New Year, so I think like why it's important on on that day is because you're actually not supposed to do any of the things on Chinese New Year. Like on Chinese New Year, I think in general you kind of just stay home and relax. Like you don't take out the garbage, you don't sweep or like mop. You know, I think like we were joking, you know, I told my mom, I was like, oh, I don't even think we should wash the dishes today. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, yeah, like, I think in general, it's like, you don't want to sweep or like clean anything because um, I guess like if, if there was any like fortune and, and good luck brought to your home, you would be throwing it away or like cleaning it up. Mm. I think that's kind of what it symbolizes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I guess, kind of before Chinese New Year, like there's like like a day where you want to put up all, you know, all the fightons you were talking about and just making sure like, oh, you have like brand new bed sheets, like new clothes, like your hair is all washed, like you're all clean and ready to like embrace the new year. I know even for cleaning, you had mentioned like when you sweep and mop, like you don't, don't do it in the direction of the door like of your front door, right? Because you don't want to sweep mm-hmm. everything out yeah. of your home, essentially. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
so about this turning fun, right? Because I know traditionally and like pre-COVID, you would have like this giant dinner. Like it, it would be really extravagant. You would have like a really expensive dinner, essentially, mm-hmm. which apparently it doesn't even matter because it's Chinese New Year. Like in, in terms of like the price and everything, like people will go all out on like, you know, abalone, like scallops, like meats. Mm-hmm. So like traditionally, like what would people, like what are the popular dishes that people would have? And like, what is the significance of each dish? Because I, I know earlier, like you, you mentioned like the fat toy and like juice house. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, like the good luck and, and fortune. Like that's the meaning behind that dish. What are some other like traditional ones? Um, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're putting me on the spot here, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious because you mentioned it earlier. And... Yeah, um, I mean, most of the dishes, it's kind of like, like a, like, it's more like a saying, like if you, um, I, I, like at the top of my head right now, um, maybe like, you know, like the roast pork, it's, it's good to have the roast pork because of like that. So like you know they have that like really crispy skin, mm-hmm. and they'll say something like "hong pei hu zhong," which is like oh you know like you'll have like warmth and like a lot of like good blood you know and and like in general I guess I guess that kind of means like you'll be really healthy you know Aww. um so so yeah like things like that oh my goodness like I I can't really think of any off the top of my head right now okay well. Yeah, so I, I know, like, like noodles, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Like, you want to have noodles because the length of the noodles represent, like, long longevity and, yes, and having exactly, a long yeah. life sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, like yeah. noodles are really popular for, for birthdays as well. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I think also um, the number of the dishes is really important. Like, even, you know, that day my, when my mom was cooking... She was like, oh, we have to have like 10 dishes because it's like, like 10 items. It's like sap chun, sap mei. You know, it's like, like, it's just like a good number to have. Like, you never want to have like seven dishes or like four dishes because, you know, like the number four also kind of sounds like death. And so you always want to avoid. So there's also like, you know, the number of dishes that that is very significant too. Yeah, just little, little things like that, that you know, we have to keep in mind. Yeah, so so for the people who do attend the dinner, right, like traditionally it would be a bigger group and due to COVID it's 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 not, it's more like immediate family or, or household sort of thing. Right. Um what would a guest bring? Because I understand like gift giving is is quite different in Western culture compared to Asian culture, mm-hmm. or at least for 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 Chinese people, you know, I I know like typically when I do come over for dinner, like if it's pre-planned, and I know, you know, I will generally bring something, right? Like whether it's it's some like pastries or you know this time for the Chunlin fun, I I brought some fruits and and almond cookies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I, I know for more like Western culture, like when I'm like seeing friends, you know, who are who aren't like as traditional, like I saw, like I I, I wouldn't want to go and empty-handed mm-hmm. and I think some people understand this as well it's like if you're going for like a meal like you would want to contribute 
in, in some way, whether it's like bringing a bottle of wine, but you would like share that, right? Right. Yeah. Like, could you speak a little more about, about like the gift giving etiquette? Um, yeah, I think in general, like, I, I mean, I've always been taught and I think most like traditional families would also kind of feel the same way as like you're never supposed to go you know like empty-handed like you meant I'm sorry like you said so I guess you know in Chinese we do have a saying it's like like which is kind of like like if you think about you know your two hands and them being like uh, like bananas you know like you wouldn't go empty-handed with like your two hands slash bananas <laughs> like to someone's house um yeah and and you know like you mentioned like you would bring pastries or or fruits and I think generally there is like specific fruits that are better and you know like again like with the numbers um you know you you want it to be like maybe like six or like eight you know wishing them like oh to you know to have good health fortune like in general that's kind of like the idea um, and then, and then also like specific fruits, like let's say like for an apple, it's kind of like, like I guess in Chinese it's called a penguo, and so they would say like, oh, eight apples is kind of like me wishing you like peace and safety because it's like ping on, mm. so like the ping, yeah, like the penguo is like ho ping on, like kind of like that, like like there's also like specific fruits um, that are. I don't want to say better, but, but, you know, preferred in terms of like the auspicious sayings, I guess. So, so was my Chinese New Year gift appropriate for your family? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 it was. And I think we already finished the oranges and, and the cookies. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then, I mean, like you mentioned earlier about it being different in in Western culture, um, like compared to Western culture, like I do think that that's very true, especially because I guess in the Chinese culture, it's it's almost rude to like open gifts you receive mm. from someone, you know, and so so it's not common to to share like the bottle of wine or like if we if you brought us you know, like abalones or something. Like we wouldn't cook the abalone right then and there and, and serve <laughs> it. Yeah, so it's it's a little different in, in that in that aspect. Yeah, I recall like way back, like when I was a kid and I would get licey, like, like the red pockets or red envelopes with the money inside. And, and back when I didn't know, I would like open it in front of the person who gave it to me. And and, and my mom or, or my dad would like slap my hand and be like, no, like you're not allowed to open it. Like it's really rude, you know. So it's it's always so funny when, when, when I do give people gifts now or, or like cards and people are like, oh, like, can I open it now? And I'm like, oh, like, sure, you know, because I, I don't know, like, I, I guess maybe times for me have, have kind of changed and yeah. generally like I don't mind. But I think it also like depends on the context as well. So and, and I know you, you told me about like the Lysi etiquette, like something about having to hold on to it for 16 days and then you can open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, I actually learned it from from Stanley, but um because before I didn't know like like I think we were we were kind of like casually chatting about like lucky envelopes in general and and um we were talking about how like oh what what should we do with 
you know, the lucky envelopes after we take out the money. And so he told me, he was the one that actually told me like, oh, you're supposed to keep it for like the full year, I guess until, you know, so I guess if you were, I mean, it's common for parents to give like children um, a, a lucky envelope before the first day of the Chinese New Year, kind of just like, um, they call it like Zaklin Lysi. So it's kind of like right before like New Year's Day, you you have like a like a blessing, you know, to enter into the new year. So they do that. And then that that's why you tend to like keep it for 16 days because then there's, you know, the full 15 days of the remaining Chinese new year. But so you're supposed to keep all those lucky envelopes until the following day before the next new year. And then you're supposed to get rid of them. Um, I'm laughing because I didn't know that. <laughs> and so I've thrown quite a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, you know, and even for myself, I remember, like, when I was younger, like, I always felt kind of awkward disposing them. Mm. Because, you know, when you get them, you kind of, like, wish them. Like, it's like, it's like, I think the whole idea behind Lysi is kind of, like, it's supposed to bring you, like, you know, the good luck and, like, the blessings and the, like, well wishes from the people who give it to you. And then, you know, you rip reciprocate by saying like oh like sending file like happy new year or like like i hope you like good health and wealth or like all the things you want will come true you know like man see you like you'll say things like that and then so if you like kind of just throw it away it's like oh i i, I mm. <laughs> you know it's yeah it's kind of funny yeah. when when you think about it in that way i guess yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting that you do mention, you know, like the awkwardness of throwing them away because I, I definitely have felt really guilty. Like, oh, like I feel mm-hmm. this isn't right to throw away. Like I can exactly like explain the rationale behind the feeling, but it right. just felt weird, you know. But now now that you explain it like that, it's like, okay, yeah, like that makes sense. It's like it feels like you're throwing away people's well intentions and, and wishes mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I guess talking about, you know, lucky envelopes, um, Stanley and I are pretty excited because, you know, this is our first year that we're handing them out. Um, So typically, I think uh, as the tradition goes, like once you're married, then then you kind of have like the right to hand them out, you know. Mm. And so, yeah, so so we're pretty excited. Um, even though, you know, we're not together, I think he's handed out um, a few to, like, family friends or or their children um, in Seattle. And then I, I have some prepared that I, I plan to hand out when I see them. It's exciting. <laughs> and it's only for, like, younger people, right? Like, I wouldn't receive one from you and Stanley, right? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it's funny that you mentioned that because um, I actually asked, I actually asked Stanley, I was like, oh, you know, like, I just want to know, um, is it like, would it be strange, like, or, you know, like frowned upon? And, and I think he was mentioning, he was like, well, no, like, like, you know, Carrie, you're my best friend. So <laughs> it's, it's okay for me to like for us to give you one and then it's kind of like it could be like a lucky envelope to you know wish you good health or like wish you success in finding a job and like 
Yeah, so you know, we have one set aside for you. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so but I think um I mean I mean in general, I guess it's also like for like let's say for people who own a business, you know, they could also give lucky envelopes to their their um employees. You know, they might be similar age or generation, but but typically it's kind of um more like more common if you give it to like people older than you which would be like elderly because you want to wish them you know like good health and longevity or like the younger children because you want them to you know grow up healthily and then listen to their you know tang out tang while like listen to their parents and you know grow up to be good children and be happy and and healthy yeah You know, yeah. Well, so have you enjoyed your Chinese New Year and the Chunlin fun with me? Um, but you know, <laughs> everything else in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's definitely different this year. You know, I I think well, typically, you know, like you mentioned before, there would be like really big gatherings. Like you would see kind of everybody. You know, you would you would probably have dinners. Um, either with like. A big group of people, like not not just immediate family, but you know, like other um, relatives. Like they would come join you for dinner, and it, it's just all around like a general time to, I guess, come together. And and I think we kind of talked about this, but like the difference between you know Chinese like Lunar New Year and then I guess you know the Western New Year Day. I think one of the biggest differences. I guess that comes to mind is like usually on you know on on the New Year day you like make a resolution. Sometimes you forget it. <laughs> I've I've forgotten mine quite a few times. <laughs> um, but you know, and then and then you kind of move on with the year. Whereas with like the the Lunar New Year, it's you know spread throughout like the full 15 days. And I think it's it's a really nice reminder that it's important to. Spend time with your loved ones and your family, and and just in general to have you know that positivity that that you mentioned earlier when you you were talking about putting up the blessings on the wall. You know, like you'll see someone and just say like, "Oh, happy new year!" Like I'm wishing you good health this year. You know, just just things like that that make it really really different and and really nice. You know. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like I have a stronger appreciation. For these traditions this year, mm-hmm. um, and and I, and I know I can't recall if I mentioned earlier, but even with the fightchens, like you're supposed to keep them up for like the whole year, right? Yes. Or until like the new year, if you decide to change them. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny, um, you know, similar to the lucky envelopes, when you do change the fightchen, um, there's obviously like different ways to do it, but. One thing that we've recently started doing is actually ripping them, like completely, like vertically in half, and it's kind of like, like so you would do that, you know, the day before the the upcoming New Year, and and when you do rip it in half like that, it means like, you know, I I don't need these blessings anymore because in the New Year I'll receive like new and better blessings. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you know, there's yeah, there's it's yeah, it's just a lot of interesting things, you know, that that 
you know, even for myself, like I keep learning as I go kind of thing. And I'm so glad that, you know, this year that you got to experience it. And yeah, do you think, you know, you would keep on doing these traditions? And like, let's say you have family and kids, like, would you kind of want to teach them these things as well? Wow, I feel this is like a whole other discussion. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, yes, like, I would, I would love to, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think it's one of the things that I wouldn't call was a struggle for me. But it is definitely one of the things that I, I wish that I, I knew more about, you know, and, mm-hmm. and even like my own Chinese, like speaking wise, it's not that great. Like, yes, I can speak it and stuff. But I, I think even the lack of, of knowledge and skill of speaking Chinese as fluently as I'd like comes with like my lack of understanding of these like traditions mm. and cultural values. So I think generally, yes, I am quite familiar with them. Yeah. Um, but am I, am, like, am I as familiar as I would like to be or, or as you are? Like, no, but I think as I'm learning them and I think as I'm becoming more mature and and older you know Mm -hmm. I'm also finding just like more appreciation for these things yeah exactly um so you know like yeah and so long story short it's like yeah like I would love for you know my future kids and, and family to know of these things right and I think like you know my Chinese identity is is always going to be a part of me and so you know this is stuff that I would want my family to like understand and continue doing and, and celebrating in our lives. Like whether I do marry another Chinese person or someone who isn't Chinese, like it is something that is of cultural importance to me. That is something I'd love to share moving forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I guess because we have so many, traditions and and values um you know maybe we could have another episode and and talk about those things but but we are definitely over our 30 minutes today (laughs) yes this is so much to talk about like (laughs) I mean like you said it would probably we would probably need another episode to talk about all these things but yeah overall you know I'm it's just been like a really nice few days and just like the growth and inspiration that comes with celebrating you know this holiday and and wishing everyone around you well and and success and Mm -hmm. fortune and luck so yeah it's it's been really wonderful well thank you so much once again for joining us and we hope you learned a little something new like I did (laughs) and uh we'll see you next Sunday yes We'll see you next Sunday. Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year and happy (laughs) Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. If you listened and enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with your friends. Please make sure to also visit us at 30minutes.com. That's 30 as in T-H-I-R-T-E-A minutes.com to check in for more updates, learn how to contact us, and more. We'll see you next Sunday.